But um, I think that maybe we can talk about podcasting. I think that as <laughs> podcasters, it would be uh, it would be smart of us to talk about podcasting. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I just saw this online when I was looking up stuff for the show, and I thought it was pretty interesting because it's another one of those situations where workers are not striking directly for their own well-being. They seem to be striking for what they believe is a greater social good. And the specifics of this story are that there is a group of concerned Spotify employees. It doesn't even seem to have that uh, they don't even seem to have a union. Um, they just seem to have a, a well-organized workforce with a bunch of what they call activist employees uh, in yeah. this article who want to be able to directly edit or remove sections of interviews or block the uploading of episodes deemed problematic from the Joe Rogan podcast. Yeah, uh, so so I, I definitely wanted to bring up the activist employee-like accusation and that, right. like... This really does seem like the, oh, they're not the real protesters or the, the, the rioters aren't the protesters kind of kind of differentiation um, mm-hmm. in this argument. And and I and I really was kind of uh, it's kind of suspect, in my opinion. I mean, digital music news dot com is where we're getting this. And they have definitely some interest in keeping intellectual property the way it is. Um, in shaming workers from actually doing actions, I, I, I guarantee they have some sort of um, interest in discrediting workers who are trying to do actions. So the idea that they would call like single out uh, a group of people as activist employees, uh, I think, is a little bit slanted there. Um, right. Though, though we can talk about the actual substance of like why this is coming up. Um, so. Spotify signed a deal with Joe Rogan, an exclusivity deal, which I'm guessing means that you're not going to see Joe Rogan's podcast on a lot of other platforms. It's pretty much going to be on Spotify. It's a hundred right. million dollar deal. And, uh, and these employees who are trying to get control over the ability to add uh, trigger warnings, corrections, uh, and fact checking to the Joe Rogan podcast, who like, Sure, sometimes he has covered some cool people, but also he is known for covering really fucked up people like Gavin McGinnis and yeah. and like uh and one of the ones that um Spotify refused to take down was the Abigail Schreer episode where uh I mean her book is basically a uh a fear-mongering work against uh young trans transgender people. Like, yeah, I mean, it's literally called Irreversible Damage, colon, the transgender craze seducing our daughters. So it's like 1950s era scare dreck, you know, just about like trans people instead of trying to tell you that smoking marijuana makes black people violent or whatever other made up, you know, bullshit. Yeah. So um, I I don't always know how I feel. I'm not. Uh, always a big fan of censorship, but also I'm definitely about like stopping right wing people from having a platform. Uh, yeah. So I mean, uh, what I think we have um, some information in here from the the CEO. The um, there the CEO was pushing back um, entirely because they just signed this ex- exclusivity deal, and they're unapologetically like not getting rid of um, the. Um, that episode we just referred to and 
uh, I've only gotten rid of explicitly right wing people, people who have been banned on other platforms like um, Alex Jones. Like the Alex yep. Jones episode is not on there. That's ex- that's probably because he's been banned on other platforms and they don't actually have a lot of ground to stand on. Um, but uh, apparently these workers are likely to walk out or possibly even strike in protest from not having the uh, ability to curtail this what I would basically call hate speech. Yeah. Well, I mean, it makes sense. Like it's like you said, like, you know, censorship is a, is a tricky topic and you don't want to just be handing out the power to censor whoever to whoever, but the very same people that you would not want to let have the power of censorship are often people who themselves need to be censored. You know, Joe Rogan has a lot of very hateful and deranged people on his show. And, uh, it's a big enough show that like, you know, I think being concerned about what the content is and what the political message of it is, is perfectly valid, especially if you're an employee of a company that's just about to hand this man a hundred million dollars for episodes of his Mm -hmm. show that spew what is essentially hate speech, what is literally without qualification, hate speech. Right. Okay. So I, I I got I got what I was trying to get to earlier. Is the CEO was saying that uh, Joe Rogan's podcast is known for being controversial and quote like uncensored, unfiltered, like talking <laughs> there, and uh, and he's afraid that with this giant deal that he just signed, that if they start censoring the material that's coming out through this podcast, that the listeners, the people who listen to the Joe Rogan podcast consistently are going to stop listening. And that's going to be a waste of a hundred million dollars. Well, I mean, Spotify wasting a bunch of money is not unheard of, (laughs) but I mean, like, honestly, I don't give a fuck. (laughs) Yeah. That's the thing. Like they don't pay artists anyway. The fucking defense from Spotify is so weak. It's basically just saying, like, we're trying to protect our investment and uh, people's opinions uh, about people based on their identity. Uh, That just is what it is. You know, it's all secondary to profits. And I don't want to be one of those people who's like, every time I hear something that I disagree with, I'm like, this is a danger to people. But like uh, with a platform as big as Joe Rogan's, if you have people on who are going to dehumanize people for being trans or, you know, for any number of other reasons, then or be part of like a white supremacist group. And yes, the, the Gavin one did get pulled, but that doesn't mean that there's not other right wing uh, episodes that didn't get pulled. Well, and it's a fucking pattern. It's not like, you know, it's not like fucking Joe Rogan interviews three Bernie Sanders type figures for every Alex Jones he has on. It's utterly the other way around. It's completely the opposite. It's a very, very rightward biased show just by the nature of the guests he has on. And people will tell you, they'll be like, oh, well, Joe, Joe himself isn't racist. Joe himself isn't problematic. And it's like, well, that's fine. And like, I even, I even buy the idea that he's a dumb guy who doesn't realize how much damage he's doing. That's fine. But like, he still needs to not be allowed to do that. Even if he doesn't understand what he's doing, you know what I mean? That doesn't make it okay. Yeah. That just means that like, I feel bad for him while I stop him from doing it. Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, absolutely. Um, so I don't know, I guess this, I think this is great. 
Um, I I think that the whole the article is written kind of like slanted against the workers as like a lot of the articles that we cover are. Um, in fact, unless I they're often, like, yeah, I, they're, the, unless the they're explicitly that, communist or socialist like publications. Yeah, the, the only time we ever actually get like pro worker, like well written journalism to read to you on this show is when an explicitly like Leninist or anarchist or Trotskyist publication put something out everybody else is like well you know the managers had good intentions and i really think we should hear the administrator's side of the story it just sucks so bad 